everyone, welcome back to A Life of KG. Today on the show, I have Poppy. She is a six-figure business mentor who teaches fully booked business owners how to four times their income and gain freedom by moving their service-based business online. I'm really excited to pick her brains and to get to know her a little bit more. So without further ado, here she is. Sarah from TMB Skills Training. I've used the government funded apprenticeship schemes to build all my six hair and beauty businesses and in the process I have made thousands of pounds doing it. I'm now looking for like-minded salon owners who are interested in doing the same. Everything hair, beauty, customer service, management, salon coach and assessing. If you'd like to know more please click on the show notes and get in touch. I'm looking forward to your call. Hey Poppy, welcome to the show. How are you? Great, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you about all things business. <laughs> I know, I literally just love connecting with other people that are just so like-minded. So it's going to be a really, really good episode. So I'm going to start with our quick fire questions that we do with our guests. So are you ready? As I'll ever be. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... Freedom or more money? Freedom. Working at home or from an office? Home. A beauty treatment or a hair treatment? Beauty treatment. Mm, a movie night or self-development? Self-development. Oh my God, <laughs> we're so gay. <laughs> <laughs> so many people won't understand that. I'm exactly the same I'm just like no feed me everything you can <laughs> absolutely but I'm quite lucky because my partner would probably say the same so it's fine I really see I'm the opposite my partner definitely wouldn't say the same but he wouldn't knock me for doing it so I'm happy with that <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> okay so can you introduce yourself and just tell everyone what you do yeah, of course. So I'm Poppy Johnson. I am a business mentor and I teach fully booked business owners how to full times their income, work less. And that's all by moving their service based business online, essentially. Wow. So obviously it's service based. Is that do you find that you're working with lots of hair and beauty professionals or is it a mix? Like what type of businesses is it that you work with? Yeah, so I'm from the beauty industry anyway, so I attract a lot of beauty professionals, hair professionals, lash artists, all of that kind of stuff as well. So, um, but typically with service-based business owners, they can be anything to provide a service, essentially like copywriters, cake makers, whatever it may be. If they're, they're you know, um, offering a service to the public, then yeah, that's who I typically work with. Oh, okay. Amazing. So you've just mentioned that you was in the beauty industry before. Tell us a little bit about your background, how you got into that, and then how you've stopped that, I'm guessing, to just go into coaching. Yeah, of course. It's a bit of a story. So I'll start at the beginning. So I was really lucky. I think from the age of 15 I knew what I wanted to do so I was about 15 and we were choosing subjects and things like that um, and I knew that I wanted to work in marketing so business studies in school for me was 
Um, the only subject that I really liked, I got um, on really creative in art as well. So um, business and art were like my favorite subjects. So I decided to go on to do fashion marketing in uni in Manchester. And when I finished university, I came out of university not knowing if I wanted to work in the fashion industry itself, um, but I really enjoyed the marketing element. So anyway, I came out of university. I, I actually got a job in recruitment um, in the sales department, and it just was not for me. I just really didn't enjoy it. Um, so I expressed this to my manager and she literally said, right, let's create a marketing position for you then if that's where you see yourself. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So they created a marketing position for me, which is awesome. Um, and then 18 months down the line, <laughs> I figured out I don't want to work for anyone else anymore. I don't want, I don't like being told what to do. Um, so for me, then I, I took the plunge and I actually opened up my own marketing agency taken on clients myself um in that same space I was really interested in makeup so I actually offered makeup services on the weekend because my mum's a hairdresser so she had a salon and I just had a little beauty room in her salon so it was I was able to work from home with my marketing agency and then have my makeup services on the side um, in my mum's salon so so yeah so I moved into the makeup side and then fast forward I would say six months my makeup services just blew up and I think it was more because I was I was the one offering Instagram style makeup where everyone else in the area was offering natural bridal so it definitely stood out from that viewpoint, whether people like the styles or not. Um, I got a lot, a lot of bookings and I became fully booked in that space. So um, over the year, my makeup demand just overtook my marketing agencies, essentially. So I decided to close down my marketing agency after three years just because I just really enjoyed the makeup side and I wanted to take that further. And in that same time, I started teaching people how to become makeup artists. So it was after a couple of years um, of being fully booked in the makeup industry that I thought, you know what, I'm ready to start teaching people uh, my particular style of makeup and things like that. So um, yeah, so then I started teaching makeup, but then I got even more demand. So I opened up my own hair and makeup academy. And that was awesome. I got people in to rent space from me and everything like that. My mum actually moved from her salon into my salon. Um, so that was awesome. And then the following year, I opened up my own makeup brush company as well so yeah it was all happening in the beauty industry it was amazing until the pandemic hit right so we were all we probably all had these discussions of like right what do we even do especially for the hair and makeup industry or beauty industry in itself we physically could not be in the salon to offer services and a month into the pandemic I was like I can't sit around and wait for the government to payers <laughs> I was like I need to make money now um, and at this point as well I was pregnant with my first 
So I was pregnant, we were in the pandemic, we didn't know when we were getting paid from the government um, and grants and things like that. There was no way for us to make money. So I took it into my own hands and I started offering the experience that I would have in the salon online. So I started teaching people how to do makeup on Zoom first and foremost and then a month later I actually launched my own uh, online platform to teach people how to do their own makeup so that was the makeup bible which I launched in May 2020 and that gave me a taster of the online life for me so that opened up so many opportunities within the first month of me launching that online I actually generated about £10,000 just through creating that online platform in the first month. Um, so that was incredible. And I had four times my income at this point <laughs> um, going online. So, yeah. And then I went back to the salon, of course, when we were allowed to. started teaching people again in the salon. And because I had a taste of the online life and I had my daughter... I was like, there's no going back now. Um, so that's when um, May last year, so 2021, that's when I launched my business mentoring services. So yeah, that's like, wow. So, so, so you don't have the salon anymore? I do have a You so, do? Yeah, yeah. So um, I've got a couple of ladies working there. My mum works there as well. That kind of runs itself. I don't really have much to do with the salon anymore. Um, and because I am, I'm basically one of these people who goes all in on something, like I'm 100% in on something. So I've decided to close down my makeup brush company, um, leave the salon to it kind of thing, and just really focus in on my business mentoring just so... Um, so I can skyrocket that business essentially um, so yeah it kind of runs itself which is awesome. oh that's so amazing and isn't it funny how like your life takes you in so many directions and you think like about marketing I thought you before oh the marketing agency is going to be the best thing I'm going to do that forever then like you, that was the same I had a model agency so I had a model agency and then I started the salon and then I closed the model agency because that chapter had closed so it's quite similar and then just like I've got the salon as well and that runs itself to then concentrate on the other businesses so it's so similar how entrepreneurs are so like fast forward thinking all the time and like what next what next and it's amazing really absolutely and what I love as well I've been you know with all in entrepreneurs really is the my marketing experience and what I used to do in that element is definitely come back around for me with business mentoring um and especially like implementing it in when I was offering courses with makeup artists and things like that, I was teaching them the business side as well, not just the practical skills and techniques. So it, it's funny how it all comes back around and you're always going to be using those skills throughout any business that you, you generate going forward, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Where do, where do you feel that you've learned like all the business skills? Is it just from like day to day from running your businesses or if you have coaches? Are you like massive when it comes to self-development and just learning all the time? Where does that come from? 
Uh, first and foremost, it comes from running multiple businesses at the same time, which is not very easy to do, juggling act 101. Um, so there's a point where I literally had four or five businesses running at the same time a few years back, and I just thought this is not the way forward. But there were so many pa- like moving parts to a business that were operating all the time. So you learn so much through that, that experience. So I've been self-employed for eight years now. So throughout that experience, I've learned a hell of a lot on the service side, the product side as well. So that's um, probably experience wise that's come from that. Um, also my partner as well. So when I met my partner, I was 25, um, never done any self-development work ever. Like I'd never worked myself, never done any inner work, nothing until I met my partner. And my partner spent hundreds of thousands of pounds on personal development. It was his thing. And he introduced me to it and it changed my life. Like as soon as I started investing in myself, the game changed for me 100 um, percent, which has also given me the opportunity to grow in all areas, you know, not just business wise, but my personal life as well. Um, so yeah, combining those two things, I think, um, has definitely helped. And it was only when I decided to go into business mentoring that I actually got my first ever coach for myself. So I actually got a coach before launching my business mentoring business. So um, I've learned a lot along that way as well. Yeah, that's incredible. It's so good. And isn't it like some people or most people actually are so scared of investing in themselves. If they oh no, I can't spend money on myself. Like they, and then they can't really grow because you need to fast track all of the time. Whereas when you are like, yes, I'm going to invest in this or whether that's a coach, a course, or whatever that is, like it makes such a difference. Yeah. And I think um, if people have resistance about investing in themselves, it does reflect on the fact that they don't trust themselves. So that's where the inner work comes in, because you're, what you're typically saying is I don't trust myself to get the results that I want. So what, what I would say to anyone really is do the inner work, do some self-development free, like whatever you can get your hands on first before investing until you get a place where you understand so much more about yourself first and then you probably won't have that resistance to investing or anything like that because you just like you know that you're going to get the results so that's when it's easier to come to the decision to invest Mm, it's a really good way of putting it and I totally agree because sometimes people will have a coach I know people sign up to my programs some will be really ready and hungry for it and anything that you teach them or tell them they will run with it and you know they're going to be so successful and then you'll get a very small handful that will invest but expect it all because their mindset still wasn't there yet so they might just still be busy or other things will take up um more time than what they than the coaching sessions I'm giving them so things don't happen as fast for them it definitely is a mindset thing like you have to be ready to be coachable 100% and you know as a coach or a mentor like like then if you have a coach or a mentor they're not there to do the work for you they're not there to hold your hand like they're there to guide you and to offload their knowledge and guidance and advice for you it's what you do with that information is which is what's going to get your results 
Mm, yeah definitely it's really really interesting I've also seen like when I've been like reading up about you stalking (laughs) um, on your page you talk a lot about broke to freedom what's your kind of story there so when I say broke I don't mean like I had zero money in the bank it wasn't like that so up until I was um I was in a place of, you know, I was generating around, let's say, like three to five k a month, right? Um, so it was, I was fine with that money at that time. Um, but what would happen is I'd come to the end of the month and I'd have no money in the bank. And I wouldn't have any savings. I wouldn't have an investment, anything like that. No pension, nothing. So I'd literally be back at zero every single month. And then I'd be waiting for my next client to come in to, to get paid again, um, especially when I was in the salon. So, you know, I was working all the hours, like, you know, 60 hour weeks and all of this, but I didn't have any money at the end of it. So that's where the broke sense came from. And I feel like so many people get into themselves into the, this position because they don't understand how to manage their own money. So they get into this position where they're like, you know, really good at what they do, working all the hours, they're missing out on fun um, because they're working so much. They feel guilty for taking time off um, because they just feel like, you know, they need to get the clients in to keep up with the income that they want to be generating. Um, But they end up broke at the end of it. So that was me. That was me for a long time until I started learning about money. Um, So... My freedom now looks like working less than 10 hours a week. Um, I four times my income um, in the space of a month, right? From moving my service-based business online. I'm able to travel whenever I want. I can take my family with me um, and also being a full-time mum. So that's what freedom looks like to me right now. Um, So that's how I went from being broke with no money in the bank at the end of the month um to to what it looks like now and the way I did that was moving my business online um so essentially that's why I teach my clients how to do that now because there's so many people who are stuck in that position and they just have no way out they're hitting an income ceiling because there's only so many hours in the day Mm -hmm. you know they physically can't work anymore um, you know they've learned all the skills that they need to in the industry they can't go on any more courses or whatever because they know it all but they're just stuck at that point and they don't know how to grow from that they don't know how to break through that income ceiling they don't know how to gain more time back for you know to spend time with loved ones so um so yes that's what the broke to freedom story is all about I love that and for me like freedom is everything like I would much prefer to have that freedom than booked up solid all hours god consent and you're just knackered and actually can't even enjoy it literally and you're just there thinking like oh I've I've got to book so-and-so in or oh I've got to be doing this and yeah it's no way to to live your life really you know out of stress it's just there but this is the thing with freedom is like you have the power to create your own freedom. It's just about the decisions that you make. Wax by B, a stunning brand of luxury home fragrance. Perfect to bring into your business to welcome your clients through the doors or even retail and earn an extra income. 
become a wholesaler today, or even just fill your business or home with our signature scents. Use code KGPODCAST for 10% off your orders. Visit waxbyb.co.uk. Most of the listeners and watchers on the podcast are service-based, so your perfect audience. Um, Would you be able to give us free tips on how they would be able to gain that more freedom within their business? Yeah, okay. So, (laughs) first of all, everything that you know in the industry, um, take your knowledge because that is your absolute gold, right? Package it up move your business online (laughs) and then that's going to give you freedom because this is the thing right like so many people are good at what they do in the industry right and they might have dms from people being like oh can you give me advice on how to achieve this in business or oh how do you do that and what these people are doing is they're giving away information for free in the dms because they they don't know how to do otherwise right But what if you could take your knowledge, package it up, put it online and be able to sell it? Like that is what freedom uh, looks like as well. And that's how you can gain more freedom in your business. So I have a lot of clients who are still in the salon, but have also got uh, an online element to their business as well. Because when I say like, oh, just move your business online, people like, but I love the connections with my clients. I love that in-person experience. So the way that you design that is entirely up to you. If you still want to be in the salon, but you want to be having a more presence online, then you can absolutely do that. There's no one to say like you should be doing X, Y, and Z. You are the designer of that. Um, another one is actually visualize and design your own life to how you want it to look like because so many people fall into the trap of like oh no if I'm successful I should be working 60 hours a week or I should be fully booked all the time and all of these kind of things and they get so caught up in the beliefs of the industry where they, they're not actually living the life that they want they're just going by what the industry standard is so actually like visualize how would you want your life to be and this is a question I say to my clients all the time if you had an opportunity to design your own life, to design how much you'd worked, how much time freedom you've had, what would that look like? And then that makes them step out of those belief systems and be like, well, actually, if I had a choice, which they do, um, this is what it would look like. So actually visualizing that um, and being super clear on what you want, because when you know what you want, it's easier to implement. Um, And then the last one, following on from that tip I would say is like reprogramming your mind because we've been brought up in a way where we should be doing this we should be doing that but what you need to do is reprogram your mindset so that you can be the change so for example um this is this relates a lot to many as well is that you know throughout our childhood we're we're taught certain ways about how to handle money and our relationship and so the way in which we spend our money can be influenced as to how our mum or dad spent money when we were growing up so a way to so if people are scared to invest in themselves it's probably because of something that's happened in the past that has influenced their thought process so reprogram your mind 
um, will really, really help you gain more freedom within your business, essentially, because you're open to more things. Um, so yeah, they're my three tips. Amazing. And I'm sure loads of people will take a lot from that, but it's so um, true that in industry, everyone just kind of goes with the flow and sees what everyone else is doing or someone opens up a salon. So you think that's the right thing to do once you're fully booked or then they go to open up a salon, the second salon. So there's that pressure of, well, we need to get this salon busy because then I can open a second salon. Then, oh, everyone's become a trainer. So now I need to become a trainer. Everyone's bringing out products. So now I need to bring out products. Like there's this spiral of this work life that people think that we should have. And to be constantly busy and constantly hustling and constantly launching new things. And it really doesn't have to be like that. Yeah. And a lot of the people in the industry as well, they say, oh, my goal is to have a new, uh, have my own salon. But when we strip that back as to why they want their own salon, it's because of, well, that's what I thought that was the next step. That's the next step for me because so-and-so's done it. and. They probably don't think about, obviously, you know, with owning a salon is like how much costs and everything go into running a salon. They don't, they don't even think about that. So it's a case of, yeah, stripping it back, saying like, okay, so what do I actually want instead of what everyone else is doing? Um, mm. So yeah, it's really interesting. And uh, most of the time, you know, having your own salon or wanting your own salon is because they just want their own name in lights that's you know above the door um for more like people would find me successful if I have my own salon but you're not successful if you're not making money right yeah. so it's it's one of those things as well uh, very interesting in in knowing what someone's thought process is about their next level and what that looks like mm. what what is it that you think that business owners are missing to push their business more forward than just standing still do you know what I see a lot of like people just don't have boundaries mm. they don't have boundaries they're like you know if their clients are like oh can you just squeeze me in or, oh can you put me in at this evening or oh are you sure you haven't got anything and they're just like oh okay like uh, no <laughs> like you need to have boundaries the more boundaries you have for yourself um, the more respect that you're going to have, which enables you to, you know, um, have more respect from your clients, respect for yourself. That way you can probably charge higher. Um, you know, they'll respect your time. They'll value your time way more. Um, so, yeah, definitely creating boundaries, not only for yourself, but for your clients, for your staff. Um, yeah, I am, I'm very, very bold with boundaries, but I always have been to the point where, when someone used to be late in the salon uh, for their appointment I'd turn around to me and I'm sorry I, I can't do your makeup because my mum would be there cringing in the, in the sidelines like oh my god I can't believe but my time is so precious and if it runs into someone else's appointment time like that's not fair on them so having boundaries like I'm best be told like when I whenever I put those boundaries in place they would never show up late again so <laughs> it's like it does work um but yeah having boundaries is like a really big one um and another one is being open to thinking bigger than where they're at right now um getting outside the comfort zone of course like investing in themselves to learn from maybe like someone who's already done what they are wanting to achieve um because it's 
when you're investing in yourself, whether it be a course or a mentor or whatever it may be, you're just going to get the result a hell of a lot quicker. Um, and people refrain that um, from doing that. So um, they hold themselves back with the thought process that goes on behind that. So, um, yeah, do the inner work, invest in yourself, get outside your comfort zone. Um, and then that's how you're going you're gonna to move your business forward, essentially. Um, because otherwise you're just staying stuck and like what making a decision is where you can either stay stuck where you are for the next six to 12 months or you can make a decision and be like yes like I'm ready I'm ready to go all in and you could double the growth of your business in the next six months like that's the the opportunity there it just depends on which one you're willing to to do are you willing to stay stuck or move forward like that's that's the question yeah definitely and that's always going to come back to boundaries as well like you obviously teach going online and I teach how to step out of the salon and like build teams so like very different but still creating the uh, that freedom and so much of that always stems back down to boundaries because if they work five days a week currently and they would have worked then two days a week they'll do that but then they'll work all hours and two days a week just to fit people in because they can't say no so it definitely is like creating them boundaries and creating boundaries with teams with your clients with how you want to run your business with how to even when it comes to your social media if you're applying to clients at 11 o'clock at night then don't moan that they're messaging you at 11 o'clock at night because you've created that boundary makes so much sense makes so much sense yeah absolutely (laughs) definitely so just before we finish up let's just quickly talk about being a mama so you are now a six-figure business owner and a mummy and currently another baby on the way so how do you juggle all this because as soon as someone says six figures people assume you work non-stop obviously you said you work 10 hours a week so that's you know you're not working non-stop but there still will be some type of juggle between baby and business yeah of course um so this so this stems back to my childhood really so this is why I plan out my life the way I do in terms of work and um being a mum so when I was um younger my mum had like three jobs she was self-employed um but we were constantly in nursery we were constantly in someone else's care um because she had to work she wanted to provide for for me and my brother so um I think coming from that point of view I was like right I'm going to run a business and I'm going to be a full-time mum <laughs> like because I want to see my child I want to be able to be there like watching her grow up and things like that um so the way I do that is to des- design my own life and how that looks like for me so I'm actually in a really good position now I'm probably in a really better position than most when it comes to childcare. so um my partner Ben is also a coach and he works from home, but he works with men and I work with women. So for us, what we've done as, as a team is uh, we've allocated a rotor <laughs> to who looks after my daughter at what time, which enables us both to work on our, on our businesses in set times. So that enables my clients to be able to book in at certain times and things like that. So being able to yeah work alongside my partner to, to look after my daughters really really helped and I know that that's not a position that everyone can be in um she actually does go to nursery one day a week it's actually on my day off um 
because I think it's important to have you time and to be you, not just a man, not just a business owner, you know. So um, I'm, she loves being around other people as well and other kids. So, um, yeah, so we've literally just created like a little rotor um, and we have a really good routine. But what I say to people is like, oh, you, you know, if how do you get everything done in 10 hours? Well, you've just got to be super effective and impactful with your time, like no messing around. So with my business, I've automated so much so that I hardly have any admin. Like, actually, I don't do any admin <laughs> because I've set it up like that. Um, and in order to gain time freedom, you have to have some automations in place, um, which is just like, you know, the, the when you're booking clients in, um, not having to go backwards and forwards conversation, oh, can you do this time? Which is why booking system is so great, right? So things like that, just being super effective and impactful with um, with your time and what you do with that time, like what are the key things uh, that need to be done to move your needle, the needle in your business forward, or like what's the money-making um, decisions and work that needs to be done? You know, the like just getting rid of all the stuff that doesn't matter essentially and just being really really um good with your time so yeah I mean that's how I squeeze everything in in 10 hours um very very like efficient that way so mm -hmm. but it's because I've designed it like that you know if I wanted to work more I, I could but I've I've created this business so that I don't have to essentially so yeah i love that and um, obviously you're falling with your second i'm also like in with my second baby as well now so do you find that um even though you've created this business life for you and your family is a second baby slotting into that or are you thinking oh god i have to change things again like where's your head at with that yeah because this is so interesting because so many people are saying to me like poppy like I really want to grow my business and I but I want to start a family and I just don't know how that is even going to fit in because I don't want to lose my clients I don't want to lose the income I don't want to but honestly I think being a mum is like you just make things happen for yourself now I know I remember the first time I was uh, pregnant during lockdown um I was so determined to get everything done everything automated everything up and running whilst I was pregnant so that I could have some time off lo and behold I only took three weeks off when I had my first daughter because I was fully booked in the salon with um training courses so I had to go back um but this time uh I feel like it's going to be so much easier for, for me because I mean we both work at home my partner and I um all of my work is online so I'm not doing anything physical like I was in the salon I can just sit down and talk to my clients um and because we work from home I, it, it's like when I work with my clients it's like an hour at a time so um you know popping into the office in, in my house an hour at a time is really going to be helpful to carry on with my business um, as usual. And then obviously being a mum with a newborn. Um, I feel like it's going to be a lot easier this time just because I don't have to commute anywhere. I don't have to be anywhere physical to make money. It's all like happening at home. So fingers crossed it's going to be easier for me. Um, but I think like when you're a mum, you just do what you've got to do, don't you? But you just make it work, don't you? Yeah. And I think sometimes... You have to, you can you know, even think 
<laughs> you don't have any choice really <laughs> you've got to crack on and still put the food on the table and still keep your business afloat and your baby there so. yeah because how I mean how are you uh feeling about you know your second like have you got anything set up or like well how, how do you when I had my first um I was in the salon fully booked so I was like, oh shit, we've got to try and figure something out because the whole salon's going to fall apart. And so I transferred all clients over, retrained staff, got more staff in, didn't lose one client and I never went back to doing treatment again. So I had the whole of my pregnancy not doing treatment and then obviously haven't gone back. And then I've just built other businesses while the salon's kind of doing its thing and it's been amazing. Um, but I haven't had a baby for seven years. Like my little girl's six now and obviously I was pregnant for one of them years. So seven years. Um, so it feels all very new again. And I'd say that I, everything, all my businesses run like clockwork. So that's amazing. The only thing I'm physically doing is coaching like you. But then like you say, it's over Zoom. It's an hour at a time um for the group coaching it's an hour once a month so everything's really flexible for someone to look after him for an hour like it's not a big deal yeah exactly and I think that's you know if if people do say oh I want to start a family but I'm just so scared of everything like this is why like I set things up online this is why you've got your your coaching online as well right it's like um it gives you more time freedom 100 percent um so you know, even if you're not in the salon, you're, you're going to still be making money online. So you don't need to be anywhere physical. So it is one of those things. Um, uh, I mean, it is a bit tricky if you haven't got a team, of course, um, because obviously uh, your clients are still relying on you uh, to, when are you back? And when are you, when are you coming back? I'm desperate for X, Y, and Z. And you just don't want that pressure. Like I wouldn't mm. want that pressure, but that's the pressure I was under when I had my first like my little girl's 18 months old now so um yeah going back to to work still healing (laughs) after three weeks um was was difficult and I'm just in so much of a better position now because my business is online so I'm really grateful for for that opportunity really to to move online so yeah so we'll see what it's like but um yeah exciting times ahead for both of us I guess (laughs) yeah definitely definitely new chapters and then more to teach because we always learn things on these journeys don't we absolutely absolutely (laughs) yeah where can people connect with you popping so I'm just I'm I love Instagram. <laughs> Instagram's <laughs> my place to be. So uh, my handle is Poppy Mentor. And yeah, if you want to reach out, DM me, let me know that you've listened to this. It'll be awesome. Great to connect with everyone as well. Um, yeah, that, I mean, that's the place to be for me. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for giving up your time today. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'm sure lots of people would have got a lot from this. And if you are listening and love the episode, then definitely tag me and Poppy on Insta so we can reshare and get as many people listening to this episode as possible. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, amazing. Thank you so much, Katie. It's been awesome. You're welcome. (laughs) £17,500. That's how much your business could be missing out on in tax breaks. New research tells us that most small British businesses don't know what tax breaks they're entitled to. Uniforms, training, even summer parties, 
Awesome won't let you miss out on tax breaks your business is entitled to. Awesome gives you the tools to keep track of what you're owed and an expert accountant to advise on the right tax breaks for your business. Think about what your business could do with an extra 17500 each year. Go to osome.com slash Spotify. That's awesome.com slash Spotify to get exclusive access to awesome software and two months free accounting. Get an awesome team to make running your business awesome.